and welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Kan, and I'm the author of The Sensitivity is Your Superpower book, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you are new to my tribe and would like to get my Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, Three Ways of Navigating Your Way to More Peace, Positivity, and Personal Power, so you can feel great and fulfill your mission same time, you can go to sensitivesoulguide.com for that. So sensitivesoulguide.com. So today I have a very special guest. Um, Wendy Myers is with me today. And we are going to be talking about detoxification and specifically around those of us that are highly sensitive, what we've noticed, not everyone, but what we've noticed as women, that there is a large percentage of us sensitive women that over the last several years, I would say over the last five or six years, have been gaining weight, gaining weight, gaining weight, gaining weight. <laughs> and some of it's, you know, water weight, some maybe not water weight, stress weight. Uh, some of us are in our perimenopausal, menopausal, some are not. Um, and uh, Wendy Myers is actually a detoxification expert, worldwide detox expert in functional diagnostic nutrition. And uh, so I thought it'd be really great to have Wendy on the show today on how we can support ourselves as empaths, as sensitive people, so we can slim down through physical and energetic detoxification because that is really, really important. At the end of the day, we have physical bodies, folks, so we can't just you know play in the energy realm alone without paying attention to our physical bodies and how to support our physical bodies, not just physically, but energetically, bioenergetically, so we can be in a place where we are much more healthy and are able to release any excess weight that is no longer serving us. We can feel good in our bodies. There's so many people who really want to feel good in their bodies. And we have a very, very special announcement as well because Wendy has a free detox checklist and we'll be sharing with you the, um, the link to get to that a little bit later in the show. Um, I am super, super psyched that Wendy is uh, joining us today. She actually um, is the number one best-selling author of Limitless Energy, How to Detox Toxic Metals to End Exhaustion and Chronic Fatigue. She hosts the Myers Detox podcast about all things related to detox and is passionate about educating people on the importance of detox to live a long, disease-free life. And she recreates created the revolutionary Myers Detox Protocol, uh, which is very famous, and mitochondrial detox programs after working with thousands of clients around the world. And you can check out her website at myersdetox.com and definitely stay tuned because later on we're going to tell you that special link that you can get the detox checklist absolutely for free. So without further ado, welcome Wendy to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's it's so great to connect with you again, and that you are doing some massively amazing work out there, um, just connecting with so many different people. And I know you've been interviewed on so many different podcasts and telesummits and you know, about your amazing protocols and, and what you've shared. Uh, but before before we get into some of that, um, tell us a little bit about your journey. Yes. Well, you know, I'm like a lot of people I, I, that are practitioners. I got into health space because of my own personal health journey. And, you know, I just found myself at 37. I just had a baby and I was just, I just didn't recognize myself in the mirror. Um, I wasn't happy. I was uh, just, I was having a lot of trouble losing weight, though I was doing technically everything correct. I was taking impeccable care of myself. You know, I was uh, eating all organic food. Like I had checked off all the boxes with my health 
and it wasn't working. And so I, ha- I was just went on this search to find out what was what was going on with me. You know, I went on Doctor Google, and I decided to, uh, you know, go to a doctor and figure out, like, just do all the tests. What's going on with me? Because I was just I wasn't sleeping very well. I was, uh, you know, I was uh, just you know, taking all the right supplements, exercising six to eight hours a week. I didn't have a stressful life. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. And uh, I just wasn't happy. And I had every reason to be happy. And um, so I said, Doc, figure out what's going on with me. And they found out I had the hormone levels of a menopausal woman at 37, which is very, very common, uh, surprisingly. And, And the doctor wanted to put me on, like, thyroid hormone replacement estrogen, testosterone creams, um, just to do all this hormone replacement. And I just thought, that's just not how I envisioned my life at 37, having to take all these medications. And I just really wanted a, a natural approach. And so I went on the internet and thought, what interferes in your hormones? You know, And I kept hitting upon you know, mercury, lead, pesticides, uh, you know, hormone-mimicking substances, plastics, uh, preservatives. And I just thought, wow, this is really much more, uh, much more prevalent than I had anticipated. And I had just read so much about health and diet and exercise and exercise physiology. And I thought, why haven't I not hit on this before? You know, because I, I thought it didn't apply to me. I didn't think that I was, I thought I was so healthy that toxins didn't apply to me, you know. And, and then as I started researching more, just a light bulb went off in me and I started my website, MyersDetox.com, because I wanted to teach other people about what I was learning. And it just really kind of exploded, you know, over time, not overnight. Um, but I just, uh, I feel like it, it really hits a note with people when they start learning more about toxins and how they impact every different organ system in the body negatively. Uh, then I'm able to get their attention and, you know, get people to start, uh, you know, thinking about this and adding it to their health regimen because it's really important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think your story is really interesting because you shared just how well you were taking care of your body, you know, and, and a lot of people um, are in that boat where they're like, hey, you know, I'm eating all organic and I'm exercising, I'm trying to get enough sleep, I'm taking supplements what what's going on like why yeah like what what do i have to do to get good yeah what do i have to do to feel good exactly yeah (laughs) yeah that's interesting so uh for those that don't know um where do toxins come from Uh, we'll talk physical toxins first so where do physical toxins come from if someone has you know really good diet and and they're exercising and why you know why is it that these things can accumulate too like that's two questions of where they come from and why do they accumulate yes well they're in the air food and water and they're in our beauty products that we're slathering all over our face and body every day and so they're really unavoidable and so there's, you know, thousands of chemicals every year that are unleashed into the environment without testing. There's over 100,000 chemicals, some say 80,000, but a lot that's in the environment right now. There's dozens of heavy metals, and these are just getting drudged up from the Earth's crust to use in various products. Look around you, everything has metal in it. So the runoff from that's getting into our air, food, and water, coal burning, all the metals in that get unleashed into the air, and, you know, we... 
our bodies just, uh, you know, they have not developed a system to handle the level of toxins that we're ingesting today. They are, our bodies were designed to detox, but, you know, during caveman times, and when there was a little, little bit of mercury here and there, a little bit, a little bit of stuff in the water they were drinking, uh, but not like now. All, all the stuff in the Earth's crust is being drudged up for industry, and so our, our bodies just cannot. Uh, they're just not. They're not handling it well. They're not doing it well, and this stuff accumulates in our fat. Um, you know, a lot of these are fat-soluble toxins that are very adept at in getting into our fat, getting into our brain, getting into our nervous system. They're, they're very lipophilic. And, um, you know, our skin is very adept at absorbing these toxins. When you digest something, at least, it can go through the liver um, and be processed by the liver, be processed uh, in other ways. But, when, you know, when stuff's getting on your skin, um, it just mainlines right into your body. And your body has to put it somewhere. So it puts it in your bones also. Those are a great garbage can that your body uses for lead and aluminum and arsenic and other toxins. So this stuff, it just accumulates and, and our body just tucks it away if it's not able to process it, if it doesn't have the energy to process it, if it doesn't have the nutrients to process it and get it out of the body. Or some people are genetically compromised mm-hmm. where their detox pathways are just, uh, they were born kind of with poor detox pathways or their detox pathways are overwhelmed because they just, just reached like a tipping point where their body is just over on it, just can't process any more stuff. And then, you know, slowly but surely, all these, you know, heavy metals and chemicals start poisoning the various enzyme systems and protein manufacturing, different organ systems. And people see a breakdown in their body of, you know, they'll the have like high blood pressure or diabetes or heart disease or fatigue or brain fog or you know, um, neurological diseases, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, different kinds of dementia. I mean, you name it, um, symptom or health issue, there's an underlying heavy metal or chemical that's an underlying root cause or exacerbating that, that health issue. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah, I remember the first time I did, uh, I believe many, many years ago, a hair analysis. And uh, as, a, as a Western-trained medical doctor, we, we don't do any of those things. You know, it's not covered by insurance. <laughs> you know, I mean, what we, yeah. we have blood tests, right, for lead and mercury, but that's only for uh, lead and mercury, like we do this in children, that's circulating the blood. I mean, it doesn't pass the mercury that's, you know, stored in fat. Like, there's, yeah. there's, at least in my state, there is no way of testing that. And a lot of the other tests that certain other states like California, Vermont can do, we're not allowed to do in New York State. So people just don't know. Uh, and I remember when I had my test back, I was high, well, multiple things, but um, mercury, uh, lead, and um, arsenic. And I'm like, arsenic? Where the heck am yeah. I getting arsenic from, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was just shocked. Really shocked. Yeah, I got arsenic from El Pollo Loco. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. How'd you figure that one out? Well, I was so arsenic toxic when I did my first test, and I was like, okay, chicken, rice, eggs, El Pollo Loco, because I used to eat that all the time thinking it was really healthy. <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh, I got my lean chicken and my rice right. and beans. Like, healthy. The chicken breast. But, you know, yeah, well, chickens are fed arsenic-laced food because it, it uh, makes them Why? grow 50% it makes them grow 50% faster and it makes their meat look kind of like pink and healthy. And so it's just routinely that's done around the world. The, the chicken feed has arsenic in it. And, uh, you know, chicken farmers are paid by the weight of their birds. You know, if they grow 50% faster, you know, do the math. And then they're in the eggs that those chickens lay. And so, you know, non-organic rice, it's, 
you know, they used to use these arsenic-based pesticides, and not in the U.S. so much, but, you know, when they used arsenic in pesticides or in even lead and even fluoride, they still use that today in wines. But even if, like, say that farm today is an organic farm, you know, 30 years ago, if it used a lead or arsenic-based pesticide, it's still persisting. It doesn't really go anywhere, and so it can still get into the food uh, in various ways that the water is contaminated, that it's, you know, watered with. I mean, there's just lots of different ways that, uh, you know, our food's contaminated. So right now, even if someone is buying, say, organic basmati rice or they're buying, you know, uh, there's a really great rice that my uh, sushi restaurant gets. Uh, it's, just, it's just so tasty, um, but it's, I don't know where it's from, Thailand or something. I have no idea, like, whether or not, yeah. you know, yeah. I haven't muscle tested it, but it's possible that that has arsenic and other toxins in it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying don't eat rice. I mean, you'd have to be a breatharian, you know, to well, avoid toxins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd have to do that to be like avoid toxins in food. So I'm not, you know, there's some foods probably good to avoid, just if, especially if you are very metal toxic. But, you know, I think the name of the game is not really vilifying any one food or food group. It's more, you know, having awareness and doing a sensible detox program on a regular basis. Uh, to facilitate your body to release these uh, metals and do that you know, on a, a regular basis. Mm, yeah, that's a really great point. We don't want to freak people out. They're not going to eat anything. Um, <laughs> well, and, and you talked about the, the, the metals being dredged up from the ground used for industrial purposes. Uh, I know in here in the States, you know, people can release thousands of people, as in companies can release thousands of new chemicals without actually testing for safety because it's not necessary, you know, for them to test for safety before it's released. It's only when it becomes a problem, <laughs> which, you know, who, who it's like how do you figure that out because there's so many thousands and thousands of chemicals out there um, that we, I know I had, as a medical doctor, I had that um, mythology that, well, if it's released in my, you know, my creams or whatever, it must be safe. The FDA must have approved it. Just because, now I'm learning just because the FDA approves something doesn't mean it's safe. It no, might not even no. be tested for safety. I used to think that too. I used to use all kinds of beauty products and creams and lotions and potions and I just always assume my government is watching out for yeah. me and not but that's not it's just not the case. Yeah, that was a stark reality like wow. <laughs> like I, you know, because all this time I didn't really as a medical doctor didn't pay attention to any of that. I thought, oh well, you know, FDA's got our back, you know. They're going to check on that stuff. I don't really have to know about that. And now I realize, oh, my gosh, I do need to know. And and the other thing, too, is, um, and I'm, I'm sure you're aware of it, I just want to mention it, is that, you know, it, it's raining metals now. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. The cattrails, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, and it's all this stuff is in the weather patterns. I mean, you know, you go to developing countries, they don't have scrubbers on the incinerators of the different companies. And, you know, all that, all that stuff, even though we have lots of tight regulations on corporations here, there's still tons of dumping going on, illegal dumping. And in other countries, they just don't have a lot of regulations. And that gets into the weather patterns and comes right on over here to the rest of the world. So it's just, you know, they're finding toxins in Antarctica now. Right, um, right. So you know, places where you would think, oh, these are, you know, very, very healthy monks, you know, living on a hill somewhere, you know, in some ashram or some, you know, some, some place, and they're finding toxins there as well because yeah. of the, the jet stream 
And, you know, here in, in America, we often see, even in our little town, we often see um, geoengineering planes, you know, that drop, you know, these payloads. When it gets too sunny here, they don't like it, apparently. So, so they just drop this payload of, you know, aluminum and bismuth and, you know, all these heavy metals and causing sometimes acres of forestry to just die from fungal infections. So yeah. this is, you know, literally raining toxins in the, the average person. Now the kids grow up and they think those trails, those chemtrails are normal. Yeah, yeah, they're it's not. really crazy. Yeah, they're, they're spraying tons of aluminum in the air right now, tons and tons and tons of that. It's just very bad for your nervous system and your brain. Um, just, uh, you know, and it's, it's kind of depressing, um, but there's a lot that you there's a lot that you can do though. So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here and right. depressing We're talk everybody. About that. Yeah. Because I, mean, I could be I could make someone depressed. Right. <laughs> for sure. Right. And hopeless about all this stuff. But you know, there's so much that you can do to detox your body and get this garbage out of your body. But you you need to have awareness of it. You need to yes. know That's what it's doing. About the awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And we can talk about what what you should do about it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there's some, and I don't know what your perspective is from, you know, from what you've learned as well, is that some people are also concerned about aluminum-containing vaccines, um, which is an, some sort of adjuvant. It's been around for many, many years, not anything new. Um, no. Some, you know, some folks are saying, well, you know, it's a non-toxic form of aluminum. And other, no, you know, other no. folks are like, no, 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 it is toxic. So which is it? Yeah, it's toxic. There's no like healthy aluminum. Um, it just doesn't work like that. And you know, and you know, there's a lot of people that die uh, from that's uh, smaller children. You know, young babies in utero and things like that. That when they get too high a dose of aluminum, it kills brain cells. It's very damaging to the nervous system. It gets into the fat of the central nervous system and the brain, and it interferes in the functioning of the cells. Uh, it's very, very toxic, and there's there's very different forms of aluminum. Uh, they make an extremely toxic form in the HPV vaccines, which is why we see so many so many young women, healthy women, having uh, severe reactions to it. It's because of an extremely toxic form of, of aluminum, specifically. So you know they're just using aluminum because you know mercury has been super vilified, but you know aluminum is also really bad. Um, especially if given in, in high doses, because they have to use something to like irritate the immune system to get it to respond to the pathogen uh, in the uh, you know it doesn't just the immune system doesn't just respond to the pathogen in the, in the vaccine. Um, so for me, uh, you know, uh, it's just my personal choice. I don't want to inject that into my body. You know, I think we already have a very toxic body burden, but I understand that there's lots of benefits to vaccines. But unfortunately, they, you know, they can make them safer, but they don't. Um, but because that would be very expensive. But uh, I, I hope in the future at some point there will be more regulation to make safer vaccines. But until they do, uh, you know, I don't personally, I'm not going to choose to inject that uh, aluminum in, into my body because I, I have seen the effects of that. I mean, my own daughter, um, I was giving her, you know, the vaccines when she was young and she, had a, she only had like 11 vaccines and then I, I did a hair mineral analysis on her, and she, she had the highest levels of aluminum that I had ever seen in anyone that I had ever tested. And I've tested wow. thousands of people, thousands. Wow. And, and then she also, uh, she, got, she just wasn't talking. She got an autism diagnosis. 
which I think is just kind of a garbage can term. She just had some delayed language and some sensory issues going on. Um, but, you know, I did have to, I, I put her into a school to, to draw her language out. And it, it was the aluminum. I mean, she had all organic food or she had organic clothes. She didn't have any plastic toys. I wow. made all her, I made all her own food. She was breastfed. I mean, I just, I couldn't have gone to more lengths to protect her from toxins. And that's also part of what started me on this was just having a baby and having to read about all, you know, how sensitive young children are. But then I went and I injected a ton of aluminum into her. And uh, so this, she was in that, this school that's about $4,000 a month, like Harvard prices, nice. to uh, help her to uh, gain language abilities and occupational therapy. And But luckily it was early intervention, um, but some parents just kind of don't wake up soon enough. But, um, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of aluminum. Right, and, fact, and so you did some detox uh, aluminum and heavy metal detox for her yeah. as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really neat. Um, I saw this video once. Um, it was uh, a nerve cell under a microscope, and uh, they had just dropped a little bit of, um, I think, mercury near it, and it literally started degenerating in front of your eyes. You know, yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. You know, and then apparently the aluminum and mercury, although there's still some vaccines with mercury, but less so now. Because, uh, like you said, it's been vilified, but the combination is so much worse than either one alone. And these are things yeah. That oh yeah, and know about. yeah, and there's like almost zero studies on how different metals and chemicals potentiate each other and interact mm-hmm. with each other to make even more toxic substances. So there's that. Yes, yes, and and people are, um, you know, thinking, oh, there's science and da da da, and I'm like, well. Actually, you know, even when I was talking to my, my dad, he's on, oh gosh, I don't know, 15 different medications I prefer him not to be on. But I said, look, your doctor cannot admit that there is a study that, you know, of safety with any of these combinations because it's never been done. Yeah, never exactly. been done. We're just assuming that, oh, this study showed that this, you know, cholesterol lowering thing was a benefit, and then this study showed that this was better for diabetes, and that, that. but no one's done the study of all these combinations actually 15, hello, yeah. um, that is yeah. safe. And, and, then, and then, you know, my parents are wondering why his kidneys don't work. It's like, uh, there could be a reason for that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad was the same way. He was on, my dad was on 10 different medications, started with the statins, and he developed diabetes, and he developed cancer, and just, you know, uh, this whole, you know, polypharma uh degeneration of our elderly and loved ones that we see it's uh, it's very sad and that was certainly another catalyst for me to do what i'm doing and start my or she talks talk yeah it's so important the work the work that you do um and before we go to some solutions which by the way we are going to guys i'm going to here we just need to have that background so we have a full understanding and appreciation of how important you know detoxification is can you share with us a little bit about um like energetic causes of weight gain or and or for weight gain for sensitive people Oh, absolutely. So I've noticed that I, I've tested a number of intuitives, and it, it's interestingly, they they attract or uh, accumulate a lot of heavy metals and toxins. I thought it was a really interesting phenomena. Um, and, and so I don't really know why. Um, maybe they're just processing other stuff, or maybe they're just detoxing them really well, and they're coming out of their body. 
uh, better, but uh, I have noticed that like empaths and intuitives tend to have some pretty crazy hair tests and, and metals tests. They tend to have more toxins on average than the average person. Um, and also, uh, you know, like the HSPs, like the highly sensitive people that comprise about 20% of the population, you know, they just uh, can tend to have more compromised, you know, uh, they're just more sensitive. They have, can have more compromised detoxification systems. They're more sensitive to EMFs or electromagnetic fields, like from Wi-Fi and computers and Internet and things like that. And then, you know, and metals also kind of uh, act like a, a lightning rod for EMFs as well. Mm-hmm. So that can, you know, potentiate the harmful effects of, of EMF. Dr. Dietrich Klinghart talks about that phenomena quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so there's just kind of, uh, you know, when people that are highly sensitive or very like, intuitive, empathic, what, what have you, they can have all these different factors that, you know, make them even more sensitive, kind of like potentiate their pre-existing sensitivity as it is, um, where they can just uh, really, they need help, maybe have to pay more attention to protecting themselves energetically, protecting themselves from EMF, detoxing their body so they don't have the negative symptoms and, and consequences of living in our, you know, energetically and physically toxic world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I sometimes I like to say, um, Wendy, that um, the the sensitives are sometimes like canaries in the coal mine. That that mm-hmm. analogy, whereas they can actually feel and have symptoms related to various different, in this case, toxicities. Whereas maybe the average non-sensitive person is really oblivious to those things. You know, yeah, and I tell absolutely. people, just because you don't have the symptom doesn't mean you're healthier. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Could be you just don't feel what's going on in your body. <laughs> yeah, some people are very numbed out. Like they're either from emotional trauma or they just aren't in touch with their bodies at all. Or, yeah, yeah, they're not exactly. They're, or not some people are just kind of numbed out, or they numb themselves out with caffeine and alcohol and cigarettes yep. and drugs and things like that. You know, a lot of people are doing that. Um, so yeah, there's lots of uh, lots of people not in contact with their body or not in touch with their body. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for the sensitive people, for example, I used to be very EMS sensitive. I couldn't be in the same room as someone with a smartphone because I felt like I was, you know, like, you know, um, in Wizard of Oz, melting, melting, melting. Yeah. Like I, I just felt horrible. <laughs> and um, now I'm, you know, have so much more resilience and have found other ways of, of dealing with this in a very positive way. And of course, now I have a bazillion devices. But, but I find that the nervous system um, in that sensitive soul is so touchy that they, they feel this horrific, whatever it is, with the, the electromagnetic frequencies, they can feel it. And if their energy fields, if their adrenals are weak, or, you know, other things, is that then it seems like these the, that stress, and you talk about that in, in your protocols, are around, you know, stress hormones and how that could actually make us fat because we're feeling oh, yeah. stress. So maybe we can talk a little bit about obesogens, talk a little bit about, you know, um, why do people have, you know, weight gain when they're highly sensitive potentially? Well, there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> I've studied this for a really long time. Because actually my, my weight gain or my inability to lose weight was a, a big catalyst for me trying to figure out, like, what is going on here? Because, you know, when I was at 37 trying to lose the baby weight and I was working out six to eight hours a week, I thought, 
if I did this in my 20s, I would be an Olympic athlete, (laughs) you know, with the the amount of effort I am putting in. I'm like, something is dreadfully wrong with my body. I have to figure out why. And so, you know, toxins play a huge role. Like I mentioned before, you know, a lot of these uh, toxins are lipophilic. They like fat. They get into fat, and the body is very intelligent. It uses the fat cells as like a garbage can, a storage facility for toxins to protect the vital organs from them. And, you know, if you, if you have a lot of toxins, your liver isn't working well, you're not pooping, you know, maybe your kidneys aren't working so great and your system's kind of backed up, um, you know, your body's got to put that, those toxins somewhere. And so it puts them in your fat and where you can just exercise until the cows come home and go to bed hungry and do all these things that people are told they need to do to lose weight. But your body is not going to let that, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 pounds go because it is, it's retaining that for a reason. Yes. And so that's it. Exactly. And so that's a physical reason. Um, but there's also things like, uh, you know, emotional trauma is a huge, huge issue because, you know, 65% of physical health issues are caused by emotional traumas. And, we, you know, we all have them. And that can be just this constant energy drain, this constant, uh, you know, production of stress hormones that eventually causes the thyroid to go, the, uh, the stress hormones to go, then the sex hormones start failing, you know, because you're just making so many stress hormones, you know, especially when we're under, we have that emotional trauma and then we all have like, you know, the, pan- the pandemic and then we have, you know, all of the uh, financial stresses right now and then we have nutritional stress and then we have all the EMF stress relationship stress and then all the the EMFs and there's just so many different stressors today and our people are just and then we have like the blue light we're staring at our phones all the time and then people aren't they're not getting restorative sleep like they are you know sleeping like my neighbor has these security like these like disco floodlights or something he feels like he has to have in his backyard and so you know a lot of people are dealing that with EMF in their bedroom and lights that activate, you know, light receptors in their skin and their pineal gland um, is just not producing melatonin. The people don't get restorative sleep. And so there's just, there's just so many different reasons that, uh, that people are not losing weight or they're having resistant weight loss. Then there's the liver. You know, there's so many things working against the liver, with all the different toxins that are coming in, the, the sugar, um, the, the bad inflammatory fats that people are eating. A hundred million people have fatty liver disease. And that's just people that, that could be diagnosed with that. That doesn't count the kind of the poor functioning livers or genetically compromised livers. Uh-huh. Your, and, you know, your liver processes all your hormones, recycles them. You know, and so a lot of estrogenic substances in our environment, namely, you know, different chemicals and pesticides and beauty, things in beauty products, phthalates and uh, parabens, preservatives in beauty products. There's just a lot of estrogenic substances and estrogen is a substance that tells your body to kind of, you know, have a little, another layer of fat on you. That's why women have another little layer of fat on them versus men. And then um, you have we have the insulin resistance, where insulin's a hormone that tells your body to store fat. A lot of people have blood sugar control issues mm-hmm. from toxins. Toxins are the number one primary driver of uh, diabetes and poor blood sugar control. 
That's from Dr. Joe Pizzorno, who founded Vestira University, one of the top uh, naturopathic medical schools in the country. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of things making us fat. It's just not fair. (laughs) Um, But there's a lot of things that you can do to, you know, reverse that trend. Mm, okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. One of the things that I think many people get, fr- especially women, get frustrated with. Maybe you can speak to this. Is that uh, I'll give you an example. My my partner now. He's you know he's very very athletic. Always been. Um, if he eats you know, too much sugar or something, he starts to get a layer of pudge. But that layer of pudge is like nothing. <laughs> okay, compared to probably every other person on the planet. And then when he stops eating, it just goes away. You know, the subcutaneous fat, and he doesn't look. That I mean, he's he's cut. He's got muscles, you know. And then I'm like, well, he's a lot more processed food than I do. He's got all these heavy metals in his mouth, you know. There's all these mm-hmm. things, and, and and you know, I have a different understanding of it now. But I think at the beginning, I was like, that's not fair. You know, how no, come not. I have this? You know, as a woman, <laughs> I have all these, you know, healthy habits, and my partner isn't fat. It doesn't. I mean, doesn't look fat. I should say. Um, you know, and has all these other, you know, toxic or previously toxic habits. What up? Like, why do I get yeah. the excess weight and why well, do you not? Well, you're kind of comparing pears to bananas. Mm-hmm. You know, they're totally different things. And, you know, it's like women are so much more complex hormonally mm-hmm. than men are. So we're just kind of a lot more susceptible to toxins. And I think women, uh, you know, can be, uh, I don't want to say more emotionally sensitive, but we we tend towards that and, um, I have more uh, that divine feminine, like a more powerful intuition. And, you know, we're just generally a little bit more sensitive, you know, and so more, we're just more susceptible to toxins, uh, you know, uh, kind of, we, we pay the price, uh, I think more so in uh, when it comes to toxicity and, and whatnot. So, and also when women go in, you know, when we have low hormones, so you've got toxins affecting your body's ability to produce estrogen. And then you have, if you're producing too many stress hormones, you know, your sex hormones like estrogen will, you know, pay the price. Like you'll have lower sex hormone production. Now we're taking care of the kids and we're working now and we're taking care of the house. And there's still a lot of responsibility on us. And we're, you know, so many of the women I've seen are just so overwhelmed and yeah. so stressed. It's just like, you know, it makes perfect sense uh, why why they're overweight. And then, you know, and then coupled out with all, all the different toxins and they're not sleeping enough, you know. So people that are thinner than you, they tend to have, you know, there's genetics that play a role. Um, you know, people have more, like men tend to have more muscles, at, so they're burning more calories at rest when they're not working out. Um, other people can tend to have, you know, they do control, like where they they might cheat on, you know, eat bad for a week, and then they, they really watch what they're eating, like, you know, or not eat for a few days until they're back to where they are. Some people are really good at managing their weight in that five-pound range or what have you. Um, but then as women start getting older, their hormones are kind of tanking, um, you know, or if they go into perimenopause or menopause, that, uh, you know, your, your adrenal glands and ovaries are not producing, you know, like your ovaries aren't producing that much estrogen or they kind of stop at menopause. And then your body will put on fat because fat actively produces estrogen. Right. Right. Okay, and so that will cause you to have like a, a tire around your middle or whatnot, 
And, and that's why a lot of women that do bioidentical hormone replacement and slim down or maintain a slim figure because they, their body doesn't have to put on that extra weight to actively start producing more estrogen to make up for what their ovaries aren't producing anymore. You know, but then a lot of women, by the time, by the time they hit menopause, they're just a stressed out mess. Um, having just raised kids and they're working and all the, the responsibilities that they have and their adrenal glands just aren't able to make up for the estrogen production the ovaries are no longer producing. So I think a lot of women that hit menopause or their 40s and 50s, they get this double whammy where the, the stress plus the ovaries not producing estrogen any longer, slowing down considerably, um, adds you know, a few pounds to their middle that needs to be addressed. Well, that makes so much sense. Yes, I totally agree. There's so many women out there that are juggling multiple balls, myself included, uh, and I can't even imagine what my business life would look like if I had little kids, you know? Um, yeah, oh, yeah. In addition to that, it is amazing what women do these days. And um, just just to qualify, you know, when I was talking about my, my, my husband, when we actually went to the CrossFit gym and we actually did a DEXA scan to look at fat percentages, what was very satisfying, I suppose, uh, was that uh, the visceral fat, that even though I had a bigger size, bigger belly, you know, than, than my husband did with a six-pack, eight-pack abs, fascinatingly, I had less visceral fat than he did hmm. on that examination. Hmm. Um, and so the doctor didn't, didn't really know how to, you know, what's going on. I mean, God told me it was, you know, water, and there's various spiritual reasons for that, which I have now understood more of, but at the time, it was very curious, because that's the answer I was getting. It was this excess water that I was carrying, and um, so when we did that, I was very vindicated, in a way, <laughs> to see that my yes. husband's were actually more than my husband, who, looked, who has an eight-pack abs that you could see. I mean, you can't see my yeah, well, eight-pack at all. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because something that I found uh, is an interesting phenomena is that, you know, uh, women, especially ones that are energetically sensitive, say if they're with uh, a partner, and I'm not saying this is you at all, but I, I know, yeah, but I know with my partner, like say I had, I didn't really have a very good relationship with my, my ex, so I, I just simply divorced, recently divorced, and I put on this, I put on this layer of, uh, it's either lymphatic fluid or water or what have you, but I put on this layer, like this 20-pound layer. It's almost like an energetic protection mm. from people, you know, empaths love narcissists, you know, so do I, I just love them to death. And so my last partner was a narcissist, and I just, uh, over time in the relationship, as I, I became more and more unhappy or had awareness of what was going on, um, you know, I put on this layer, and now that he's gone, it's like flying off of me. And this happened in my last relationship also um, as well, where I started, I gained like this 20 pounds of like water weight or lymphatic fluid. And it's, uh, you know, there's an emotional trauma there where you're trying to protect your territory or protect your boundaries, you know, and it's just, it's just an interesting energetic phenomenon. It's related to emotional trauma. Um, And so, and then there's like, you know, your lymph, as well, a lot of women um, will have blocked lymphatic fluid where their lymphatic fluid just can't drain properly or they have congestion in the lymph nodes. And that can be definitely be due to an, an, uh, an emotional trauma as well. There's, there can be physical blockages. And, you know, there's like lymphatic drainage techniques that you can use uh, to help facilitate that, uh, you know, excess lymphatic fluid. 
Um, but it's interesting, when that's all blocked, that's also your system for transporting nutrients. So you can be eating this unbelievable diet and the nutrients aren't getting into you and then you're craving food all the time because of that, you know. And so there's just, there's lots of things that can go haywire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but our, our bodies, it's really interesting. And that can be due to energetic and uh, emotional trauma issues. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. And, uh, you know, as, as they... I used to be an empath uh, for Mother Earth, so there was some big jobs that I was supposed to be doing. Um, so Mother Earth would need something, and I would feel it in my body. Um, my 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 partner doesn't have that level of responsibility. I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. bad, it's just different. That's all. Um, and so I recognized re- more recently, Wendy, that um, uh, I am more breatharian than I used to be. There's actually a blueprint for that, and I realized that as I honored and respected where my body and energy body was right now, I actually didn't have to eat as much as I thought I did. <laughs> and yeah. what I noticed is that if I do this intermittent fasting, whether it be, you know, with bone broth or whatever, you know, in the morning and don't eat quote unquote salads, fiber later in the day, I actually poop so much better. That empathetic, you know, uh, holding on, you know, to, to the, the weight, the fat, the not so much fat, but the water, whatever, I didn't have to do that as much because it's like I gave my body the ability to process that more efficiently because I didn't have food in my stomach all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's so easy to overeat. It's amazing how little food we actually need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially it's like I'm what shocked. you're talking Yeah, and especially as like I'm noticing this too, is, is, is you get more in touch with the body. Like for me, is I've released a lot of emotional trauma and I've been working on my intuition and, and developing that more and more, I realize I just need a lot less food. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's hard to kind of have that dawn on you and break that habit and, you know, and having your body. Because when I first started eating less food, I was like hungry all the time. But now I've kind of adjusted uh, to that and I find I need less and less and less food. So, you you know, you just have to listen to your body and it's it's hard sometimes because <laughs> we have certain habits and we have habits you know, and we're, have... we're being told, you know, like I, you know, even the holistic nutritionist I went to, this is many years ago and I didn't go back after, you know, because she was so busy, uh, but she was like, well, you're an athlete, da-da-da, you should be, you know, about 2,500 calories and da-da-da and, and she had a really healthy diet for me and everything like that and I was just blindly following it and not listening to my body necessarily. I wasn't hungry, but I was like, well, I should eat this because yeah, you know, I should eat this, right? And then just realizing, actually, my body has changed, and with the ascension process, you know, has changed, and you know, who knows exactly how to how to describe it, but it's like I don't to 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 even build muscle or bone or whatever. Like there are frequencies, energies. I don't actually need to eat the salad food um, to uh, to make it happen. Um. So uh, let me pause for just a moment here. So, Wendy, I know you have a free gift for our listeners today, uh, the free detox checklist, um, and it's at detoxforenergy.com. That's a special link, everyone, www.detoxforenergy, all one word, .com. So, Wendy, can you tell us a little bit about this free gift? Yes, exactly. So it's just a, a guide that goes over the top 10 tips to detox. And these are all the things that I've just kind of distilled down over the last, you know, 10 years or so of helping people detox their bodies. And it goes into things like, you know, like infrared saunas and coffee enemas and 
uh, you know, nutrition and, and supplements, the top nutrients people need to detox, and just so, some really helpful uh, tips to get people started if, you know, they're, this is kind of the show's piqued their interest. And it's a totally free guide that you can download at detoxforenergy.com. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Now, we talked a little bit, just touched on, um, you mentioned before about checking um, your plant's toxicity levels. Can you tell us more about how people do that if they're interested in knowing uh, precisely, you know, what toxins they might have in their physical bodies? Yeah, so one of the easiest ways to do that is to do a hair mineral analysis or an HTMA. It's very non-invasive. It's very inexpensive. And that will tell you, you know, uh, you know, a couple, you know, maybe like a dozen or so heavy metals that you have, and and more importantly, mineral deficiencies as well. Because if you're deficient in minerals, your body's going to be more prone to accumulating heavy metals, mm. and uh, your body just doesn't work as well without minerals. And uh, so that's one test you can do that we always start people with. And then after that, if you want to do more testing, you can do some urine or stool heavy metals testing because, you know, metals, different metals come out in different routes in the body. So there's no one perfect heavy metals test that will tell you every metal that you have because these metals have different routes uh, of exiting the body. And, but you don't have to do all these tests. You can just do a hair metal analysis and you'll, you know, you'll get designed a protocol by one of our, you know, team, team members, one of our detox specialists uh, that can help design a custom program for you. Uh, and that's very, very comprehensive. That will get a lot of metals, even if they're, you know, not on your test. And they'll certainly get chemicals as well. We don't really do the testing for that because, you know, everyone has chemicals, like, you know, between five to 700 on out. Yeah, yeah, it's a given. So I don't like, you know, people spending money on those kind of tests, even though it might be interesting. Um, but, you know, all the detox stuff we do gets all those chemicals too. Ooh, that sounds great. So can you tell us more about um, your signature Myers Detox Protocol? Is, is this what we're talking about right now? Yes, yeah. So, you know, some detox, you know, some, you know, on the Myers Detox Protocol, it's like a customized supplement program, and we do, you know, hold people's hands because, you know, the people that are not well or have detox symptoms or they're just kind of uh, have stuff going on with them. They need help. They need someone kind of navigating any pitfalls that come up or teaching them, you know, how to detox their body, how to manage detox symptoms. Um, but one of the best ways to manage detox symptoms are coffee enemas. Those are amazing that we recommend to help to detox the liver. They're kind of like a mechanical detox for the liver. Um, but I also love infrared saunas. I love ionic foot baths. Those are really, really easy. And frankly, I think one of the most effective things that people can do to detox their body of every type of toxin and chemical that there is. Mm. And so I've done about, you know, probably 200 hours of foot baths. Mm -hmm. And I think I've pretty effectively uh, managed to cleanse my body, uh, not completely, but I'm pretty much you know, on my way there. And it's a great way to maintain, you know, your clean, healthy body once you've, you know, detoxed it for the most part. Well, that's exciting. Now, is that the, I know there's some people that's going to be interested in the ionic, ionic foot baths. So is that something that you sell or do you have to work with one of your coaches to get one of those? Yeah, we have it on, on my store at store.myersdetox.com. If you type in foot bath, um, or the one that we recommend is the AMD Ion Cleanse. 
And so that's the only one that's really strong enough to get out, you know, the toxins without you having to do so many baths. You know, because there's some cheaper ones in the market for sure, but you probably have to do five times as many baths. You might have to do like 2,000 hours of foot baths to get the same result as like, because most people with the AMD, they need to do 400 hours on average. And so that's just not, you know, it's a lot. So, you know, it's easy to do it while you're on your computer, while you're watching TV or whatever. It's not hard to do. But, you know, if you get a cheaper model, it's just not going to be strong enough to really get the job done. So I just, I I only recommend the Ion Cleanse by AMD. Uh, Okay, okay, great. And that's under your shop uh, link at Mm -hmm. com. Exactly. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. One thing I did want to mention, and I, maybe you can speak to this, um, is that um, I realized for me personally, um, uh, one of my massage therapists uh, had an ionic for a cleanse. I'm not really sure which one it was, but it was pretty high end that he had. And I noticed some, definitely some detox symptoms. Um, stuff was coming out, looked like fungus or heavy metals or something like that. And I found that um, I think there, I think this is what happened, but it's like some of the stuff coming out got stuck in my hip. And I had hip pain for eight months after that. <laughs> mm, and, wow. Um, I, I think my theory was that I didn't understand that the amount of minerals that I needed to detoxify at that level that quickly, I didn't have enough yeah. because I, I was already yeah. doing so much work. So I really had an underappreciation for the importance of minerals. It's not that I you know, wasn't taking supplements or eating well. It was like my body needed more minerals if I was going to detox. So can you speak a little bit about the, not the dangers of detox, but just, you know, being careful and being guided through this? Yeah, and there's definitely major mistakes that people make. And the number one is not mineralizing their body because, you know, most people are mineral deficient as it is, and that's why their body isn't working very well because those are the spark plugs of the body. It just doesn't work. They conduct electricity and they, they help to repair the body and just do all kinds of things, make enzymes and whatnot. So uh, in, so you, you've, part of detoxification is simply taking minerals. You know, magnesium, you, need, you have to have magnesium to detox your body. And so you, you've just got to take you know, these macro minerals like calcium, magnesium, zinc, and then you also need electrolytes. You need uh, trace minerals as well. And they're just not in the soil. I mean, the, all the glyphosate, all this herbicide that's used, uh, that's how it works. It chelates minerals out of weeds. And so that's what it's do, doing to you. It's demineralizing your body and your teeth and your bones. And, you know, over 85% of people have significant amounts of glyphosate in their body because it's used on all, all the non-organic food. It's used as the drying agent. It, your dumb neighbor is spraying Roundup on their weeds. That's glyphosate. It's being sprayed on all the city parks everywhere. And so it's just not surprising why people are so mineral deficient. The food's mineral deficient as well. Um, there's a lot of different, uh, lot of different things can, you know, happening to deprive your body of proper functioning. And so you've got to really focus on that. And then, you know, uh, managing detox symptoms, you know, binders are great. Uh, you know, like I have a product called Citra Cleanse that has grapefruit citrus pectin in it. Um, and then there's other ones, there's charcoal, there's zeolites, there's all different types of binders out there. Um, some different ones work better for different people. And then, uh, you know, hydration, 
a lot of people don't get that right either. So those are the three top mistakes that people mistake that they really need to focus on to have a, a smooth, uh, you know, healthy detox. And it's, it's not a race. Detox is not a race. That's a good you just point. need to get there slowly but surely. You know, it took a long time to accumulate what you have. So you're not going to just get rid of it in three months. It just is not happening. That's not <laughs> happening. So you, you have to, you know, in you need a year, two years, and to do this very, very slowly and safely and make it make detoxification part of your lifestyle, not just something you're kind of doing, you know, for the springtime or what have you. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. I think it's uh, fantastic, you know, that you have these resources for people. Again, for those listening in, um, the free gift is the Detox Checklist, and it's at Detox for Energy, that's D-E-T-O-X-F-O-R, energy.com, all one word. And then you can check out um, what uh, Wendy has at MyersDetox.com, that's spelled M-Y-E-R-S. D-E-T-O-X.com so check out that and um, I think it's really really helpful that you have you know the, the, the people you know to help people walk through this because I do feel like it sometimes if people don't do it correct or if they if they try to do too much too soon they can really feel horrible uh, and it may even be you know dangerous if, if depending on you know what their choices are um, I've made enough mistakes myself to know hmm, I probably should have gotten help with that <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's especially people, if you've tried to detox and it really hasn't worked out for you or you feel like, you know, you're, you're sensitive to detoxification or you just want to work with someone and learn more about it uh, or get your heavy metals tests interpreted, you know, we have a team of, I think we have like 10 practitioners that, that I personally trained for a year that can help you detox and hold your hand. And so it was just part of our... Myers Detox Protocol and the many services that we offer people to help detox. Oh, fantastic. Well, Wendy, it's been a great pleasure talking with you today. Um, I always learn a lot, uh, and uh, this is no exception. So thank you so much for what you do and, and the resources that you've given us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Okay, and, and thanks, everyone, for listening in. And until next time, lots of love, and bye for now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.